and directors. Victory shall come to the worthy. Today, democracy, liberty, and equality are words to fool the people. No nation can progress with such ideas. They stand in the way of action. Therefore, we frankly abolish them. In the future, each man will serve the interest of the state with absolute obedience. That This is sounding the alarm. I'm a voice from the heartland. Machine men, 
Beautiful genius of Charlie Chaplin in one of his early talkies, The Great Dictator, where he took the uh, the prince and the pauper story and turned it into the dictator and the barber. He played two identical twins. One was a Jewish barber who would be enslaved, and the other was, of course, the uh, dictator. They were identical twins, and they got switched, and he made that beautiful speech at the end. That beautiful, timeless speech. Thanks for being here and thanks for listening. As I said, this is Sounding the Alarm. I am a voice from the heartland, and I say that because I was raised in Middletown, America, with Middletown values. But prior, I arrived in Middletown at the age of 10, and my first 10 years, in a nutshell, let's say, was a liberal, integrated, loving family that arrived in Middletown, America in 1972. And they were not ready for us. The kids were. The kids were ready for anything. The adults we're not quite ready for us. And I call it sounding the alarm. I've been calling it sounding the alarm since May 9th because that's when I declared that we live in a fascist state. And I wanted it somehow on record that I acknowledged it, I saw it, and I'm against it. So I started this. after reading this from the dictionary. A governmental system led by a dictator having complete power, forcibly suppressing opposition and criticism, 
regimenting all industry and commerce, emphasizing an aggressive nationalism and often racism. That is the definition of fascism. That is what's in our White House. And you all saw it. He showcased his fascism. You all saw it. He showcased it, right? He turned that little, our White House into his little palace. And this is part of my, what I'm calling my gaslit series. After I, after I declared the fascist state, I soon came to uh, realize that he was committing treason on almost a daily basis and no one was doing anything about it. So, once again, I wanted to go on record. So, I started calling all of my podcasts treason. And I was going to do it every day until... He was gone. But when I tried to do it every day, that's when I realized I was in some sort of abusive relationship because I couldn't do it. It just, I didn't have the spirit, even my Irish rage. I mean, I didn't have the spirit. All I had was the Irish rage. And then I realized, as I looked at what the meaning of gaslighting was, because I was hearing it on the news, and I'd heard of the play, didn't know what it was about, though, or the movie. And the more I looked at it, the more I realized I was gaslit. It's a tactic in which a person or entity, in order to gain more power, makes a victim question their own reality. It's a form of emotional abuse where the abuser manipulates situations repeatedly to trick victims into distrusting their own memory, an assiduous form of abuse. That's what I was in. That's what we're all in. 320 million of us. And I'm not even a supporter. I don't get his tweets. Imagine if I'm gaslit. Imagine the people who are getting these tweets every day. Imagine how gaslit they are. Oh my God. They can't. Their brains are mush. I mean, my brain went a little mush. It was like a a sponge that was so full of water that it couldn't absorb anything else. That's what it was. And that's what millions of people, that's the state of their mind. And the Democrats in all their pussy wisdom could not see that an impeached fascist dictator should not have a Twitter account. Hmm. 
That was a no-brainer. I saw that one the first month. I expected them to get that Twitter account closed just on national security alone. Jesus. He's on the damn Twitter that much. He is an open line for hackers into the White House. And they are in the White House. I mean, just just look at all the security clearances that don't exist. People walking in and out of the White House without proper clearance. You know some of them are Russian assets. You know some of them are. They're walking all around the White House. There's no fucking order. There's no... This is crazy shit. And I even tried to make a podcast. I felt pretty good after the Democrats' convention because that was an America I'm familiar with. That was an America I, um, I believe in. Well, all for one and one for all, that's the great American spirit. That's what I was raised on. That and sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me. But what do we have now? And I, and I was going to make a podcast while I was watching the Republican convention because I wanted to go through that with someone, and, and I did do it, and it was an epic failure, and I'm, I've deleted it because it was an epic failure. But what did I see in their fascist showcase? And again, this is Middletown America influencing my point of view. What I saw was a grand wizard calling out his white supremacist supporters to cause as much chaos and violence to better his ability to steal an election. That's what I saw. Did you see something different? And who's going to stop him? Because he's not going to stop until someone stops him. I was hoping it was going to be the Senate because they are our elected officials and they are supposed to be our voice and our fight and our representation. But they've dropped the fucking ball. They were our last line of defense before it comes to us. And now it's to us. Will we be able to vote and have it counted? with one of the candidates trying to cheat. And Joe Biden came out pretty strong today, so I was real pleased with that. I I think you gotta do exactly what he's doing and that's straightening out, reasoning out what's really happening and, and I think he made the case and I think he made it, and it has to be made forcibly because you're dealing with a fucking bully. 
And I almost agree with uh, Nancy Pelosi about not debating him. Because he doesn't deserve a presidential debate. He hasn't shown he's capable of actually being in a presidential debate and not bringing it down to a damn baby's level. I mean, in a bar room you could have that kind of debate, but a, an American presidential debate, I would say I, I don't debate fascists. We don't negotiate with terrorists, why would I debate a fascist? What can a fascist bring to an American presidential debate? Two things. Hatred and violence. We don't need it. We don't need it. We don't want it. But you gotta debate him, Joe. Because you're our last hope. The fucking Democratic senators failed. They stopped trying. The fucking Republicans should be called out that every single one of them has violated their oath of office, should be said, should be said on a daily basis by the Democrats, that every single one of them has violated their oath of office, their pledge of allegiance. This is treason, and it should be called out. And you need to, instead of complaining, call it. Call it what it is. Treason. Not unprecedented. It's treason. When you say unprecedented, middle America thinks, oh, unprecedented. That means uh, the first one to do something. You know, don't use unprecedented. That's what his supporters think. It's cool. Same with um, false and misleading statements. You know, Middletown America doesn't really care about false and misleading statements, but Middletown America does care about a liar. And that's all you should ever say about him, even when you're debating him. You should say he's a liar. He's a liar. I know half that shit is a lie. Stop lying. Donald, stop lying. You're like a child. Stop it. A man admits when he's made a mistake. He should be charged with inciting violence. But no one's got balls enough to say anything. I mean Jesus people, and I, and I mean white people, come on, since day one he has been taunting our black culture like a motherfucking slave owner, and it's got to stop. White people, open your eyes. These are your family members. These are your brothers and your sisters. If there's one thing I learned about having an integrated family, it's that racial harmony is brotherly love, is sisterly love. These are your brothers and sisters.
These are your family members. He's killing our family members. Or at least endorsing the killing of our family members. And, and we just watch and complain. And now he's sicking his... white supremacists on our protesters. While he takes money out of our pocket or food off our table and Primed to take our health insurance. That's what fascists do. They enslave the people and rake up the bucks. And he is raking up the bucks, our bucks. You know it. I know it. That one trillion dollars in tax breaks alone for the for the 1% on that tax tax bill that he bragged about. One trillion just for them. But $600 a week for us who are struggling. Oh my God. Someone might be getting over on them. Those greedy fuckers gotta get every penny, don't they? And let me say, um, thank God for these athletes. I've talked on on a few of these podcasts about my father, the sociologist, when he told me that um, cultural change first appears in our society in a socially acceptable form in stand-up comedy. And that was probably certainly true in the 50s and 60s. Maybe a little bit longer. And then I think music kind of took over as the uh, the acceptable voice of cultural change. And uh, music was the 70s and 80s and maybe more. Then then came the internet, and I don't know what I don't know what it is gonna be. But now it looks clearly like it's gonna be our athletes. They are rising to meet the moment and it started with the females of course and mostly black females of course of the WNBA God bless them and LeBron James God bless you you are no fool on this matter and you started the organization I can't remember the name I'm not, and I apologize. Something the vote. Please look it up. It's probably well worth um, supporting. But the NBA basketball players who walked out after one of our brothers was shot seven times at point blank range by a cop who shouldn't be a cop, obviously. I'm sorry. I know cops have a very dangerous job and I and I believe they deserve something extra for that. 
but it's not protection against killing. I think they should eat free in restaurants. I think they should have more of a discount at stores. But I don't think they should get away with fucking murder. And I think any cop that kills someone in that way should go to fucking jail. But I want to say thank you to the athletes and with a special shout out to Colin Kaepernick. Who long ago took a knee for police brutality. And was persecuted for it. Would the athletes have stepped up had he not taken that knee? Or would things have gone a different direction? I don't know, but it makes me glad he took the knee. Because here come the athletes. And God bless them. They're going to make stadiums, voting stations. That's perfect. Because he is going to try and take your vote away. He is going to try and take your vote away. And I'll do anything I can to not let it happen. He's willing to start a race war to stay in power. He is. And the fact that he is not being demanded to be removed from the office by us tells me how gaslit we are. I don't know how to... The only way to get people out of being gaslit is to remove the gaslighter. That's why I couldn't do the podcast every day. I had to stop watching him every day and stop thinking about him so much. But all those Twitter followers don't have that luxury. So shut down this fucking Twitter account and see see how many people start changing how they feel. I miss John Lennon. He would have had a few free concerts by now, raising money for whatever he wanted. The point was not to raise the money, the point was to bring people together and sing power to the people and give peace a chance and songs that bring people together. Imagine. Oh, how I wish there were some artists singing in the streets, supporting the people, walking with the people. But here's an interesting thing about the, uh, the Grand Wizards uh, convention. He did seem to acknowledge that he is not now, nor has he been, our legitimate president. He knows in his heart. 
that this is not his America. And he's going to have rallies in person without masks. You know why? You know why he's there? He's there because he don't care. He don't care if you live or die. As long as he gets to have a rally and feel good for a day. That's despicable and that's unfortunately true. I thank you very much for uh, spending your time with me right here, and uh, I hope you take the time to pass this on to someone else, please, because the more people that sound the alarm, the louder it gets, and the louder it gets, the more people hear it, so pass it on, baby, pass it on, please, hit like, hit subscribe, hit support, hit share, do something. And remember to wear your mask. Remember to be patient in situations that require masks because it fucks up the timetable of your day. Be patient. God bless you and thank you. This is Sounding the Alarm. I'm a voice from the heartland of America. And so are you.